Disclaimer, the views and opinions and content expressed on this podcast is informational only, not a substitute for seeking a medical professional for your medical care and treatment. Well, hello, everyone. This is Chiffon Holiday, the host of this podcast show, Help Me Holiday. And joining me today is my daughter, Courtney. Hi, I'll be co-hosting this segment. And we're here to talk to you guys about um, a new, uh, we're covering a new topic with uh, respiratory conditions. Um, One of the topics that we're going to talk about, um, patients continue to complain about, is always shortness of breath. So we're going to cover just just very briefly uh, causes of shortness of breath or the medical condition is called dyspnea. Um, The definition for dyspnea is the perception of an inability to breathe comfortably and is a common chief complaint. Dyspnea can be caused by abnormalities affecting the upper airway lungs, uh, the heart, the chest wall, diaphragm, and nervous system. When there is an imbalance in gas exchange and acid-based status, this can lead to acidemia causing dyspnea. So, Courtney, can you tell us what are some of the conditions that can cause uh, dyspnea? Sure. You have acute coronary syndrome, acute heart failure, arrhythmias, pericardial tamponade, pulmonary embolisms, pneumonia of the uh, pneumonia or other infections, COVID-19, COPD, which is also known as chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, asthma, angioedema, and anaphylaxis, as well as poisoning and trauma. Yeah. Um, so with trauma, we find out that some of the patients who may have been like in motor vehicle accidents, they may come in with what's called a pneumothorax, which is basically a puncture in the lung. Um, and they that air traps into the lungs, uh, mm-hmm. the same as a hemothorax. Uh, and that's basically blood developing in the lung if a person was in like some type of a trauma. Um, so, yeah, and the kind of poisoning that we see that happens with patients that have shortness of breath is carbon monoxide, which is very, um, <laughs> that's a deadly type of um, um, type of it's way. It's a gas. It's a gas. It's, yeah, so a poisonous like, let's gas. Let's say if you left your car on in exactly. a garage with little to no airflow going mm-hmm. in and out of the garage, carbon monoxide is a chemical that's actually going to build up because of the gas fumes and you can potentially die. Exactly. So, you know, these are causes of shortness of breath. Um, once again, the medical condition is dyspnea. Um, so what we do, dif- uh, see when the patients do come into the emergency room um, after Courtney and her group will bring them the uh, EMTs and um, the medical uh, transportation people, mm-hmm. we start seeing patients that have very fast respiratory rates greater than 25 breaths a minute. Uh, we check their oxygen saturations. Mm-hmm. Um, these are this is a number that just tells us how well oxygen is flowing through the blood. This number is if it's less than ninety three percent, we get concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, we also test to see if the patient may be having some type of heart failure. So we'll run tests to see um, blood tests to see if they may be at risk for having heart failure and do an EKG. Um, and we can also do a chest X ray. The chest X ray will show us that. Uh, we also looking to see if the person may have pneumonia. 
mm-hmm. um, which is a common cause of uh, shortness of breath, j- along with COPD. Depending on our history and physical, mm-hmm. um, most of our patients will will it'll clue us in to maybe why this is happening, uh, because COPD, pneumonia, and pulmonary embolism, which is a medical emergency. Um, will trigger us to see this is probably why there's shorter breath or even asthma. Mm-hmm. Um, what hap- What else happens in the ER? Like I said before, we do a physical exam. Uh, we're checking your mental status because if you're low on oxygen, you are confused. Um, and we see this very frequently. You have increased respirations. You're breathing really fast. You can't get air in or out. And you might, your, the, your lips may be blue. That's a condition called cyanosis. Mm-hmm. Um, what other symptoms look like this, Courtney? Let's just review those right quick. What other symptoms may look like dyspnea, shortness of breath? Anxiousness, sitting upright, breathing rapidly, mm-hmm. strider or wheezing. And these are two breath sounds that providers can listen to. Yes. Mm-hmm. And some of the se- severe symptoms are what? Uh, absent or diminished breath sounds. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Retraction and use of accessory muscles. Yes. We see that very easily. With, when a person is struggling to breathe, mm-hmm. there are some muscles in their neck that we call the accessory muscles. These are very visible. We see these bulging out. Mm-hmm. That's because the person can't get air in or out. We also have brief, fragmented speech because... It's hard to talk. Absolutely. An inability to lie flat. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Profound diaphoresis. Mm-hmm. And dusty skin. Mm-hmm. They're sweaty. They're, they're sweating so much, you know. So we're, we're looking at all of these physio- physiological changes in their bodies. What else? As well as agitation. Oh, yeah. That's like a clue. If you mm-hmm. start seeing somebody that's agitated, normally they calm, cool, like and you're not trying you're you're trying to figure out why are they so anxious. Mm-hmm. Most times it's because they don't have enough oxygen. So that's a key um, thing that we look for. So some of the tests that we do perform, uh, like I told you before, we do chest x-rays and these chest x-rays basically will show us if it's anything happening in the lungs. It mm-hmm. can show us if the lungs maybe have some type of fluid, if it's too much fluid in the lungs. Um, it may show us that it may be an infection starting to develop. We can tell all of that just by looking at a chest x-ray. And even if it's any damage or injury to the lung, and also the size of the heart, we can look at the size of the heart. Um, EKGs, um, Courtney explained during our cardiac series what an EKG is, um, and basically it just shows us activity of the electrical activity of the heart. Um, oxygen saturation monitoring. This is where we put a little device on the, the end of your finger. Mm-hmm. We clip it on, and mm-hmm. it tells us how much oxygen is going throughout your blood. And we also do a test called a blood gas analysis. This is what's called a ABG. Anybody who goes to the hospital, if you hear that term ABG, it's basically a way that we measure how much your blood gas, the exchange that's going on, throughout your uh, blood vessels, okay? Does the A stand for analysis? A stands for arterial. Um, you you wanna talk about a little bit of the management that we give, Courtney? Uh, once we do 
established that this person is like they need oxygen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the provider's main goal is to optimize arterial oxygenation. Okay. They want to determine the need for emergency airway management and Ab- ventilation support. Absolutely. They also want to establish the cause of dyspnea and treat it. Absolutely. And for severe for severe dyspnea, oxygen is provided. Absolutely. We have airway equipment on standby mm-hmm. and the main goal for all providers should be to treat the cause, Absolutely. not just the symptoms. Absolutely. So you want to focus on whether or not the patient has asthma or COPD right. or a lung infection or pneumonia mm-hmm. or a poison in exactly. their body. Exactly. Um, and just like Courtney said, you know, uh, we treating the underlying disease. And once we do that, um, that should help the uh, situation. Mm-hmm. So we hope this information helped you, and we thank you for joining in and tuning in for this podcast. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to Help Me Holiday on our social media platforms or email me with questions at helpmeholiday@gmail.com. at gmail.com.